Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's what it is, folks. Hello and welcome to the Lockdown Beers and Rugby Chat. This is our 50th edition. Um, well, I think we've done a couple more of that via live stream, but that's what we've done for the podcast recordings. Anyway, uh, that's right. 50 uh, of these, and uh, obviously there's been a couple of days where we've missed, where we've had to, where I've not been able to live stream because I've been at rugby, but um, hopefully this has been helping you get through a lockdown, folks, because boy, oh boy, uh, it's gone on longer than uh, uh, than I thought. Let's be blunt. I was not expecting to get through 50 of these, but um, hey, it is what it is. And uh, today on the old beers, I'm back onto the uh, Spates Gold Medal Ale, so I'll be cracking that open in just over 60 seconds because we've got 65 seconds it is until five o'clock and obviously working from home and all of that kind of stuff we could uh, crack open way too early and that would get a little bit silly let's be honest so hopefully folks you are getting towards the end of your work day at home some of the stuff we'll talk about Moana Pacifica have announced a another signing another fly half Um, we know the captain for the All Blacks for this uh, November tour um, well, actually, it starts in October, doesn't it, really? Because it's starting this weekend. Um, uh, there's already an injury for the All Blacks, a player missing this weekend. The Box have named their squad for the end-of-year tour as well, so we'll have a, a quick glance at that. Um, and we've got some updates on the URC and uh, South, the South African teams in that as well. So stick around for all of that, folks, here on um, the, uh, I say, lockdown beers uh, to help you through Help you through, help you wind down the end of each day and keep up with all of the rugby news um, during this lockdown. 10 seconds until we can crack open that beer um, and uh, and really start to uh, wind things down. Looks like it's going to be another solo show. Oh, five o'clock. I've nearly I've missed it. Jeez, three seconds late opening my beer. Sorry, folks, on that one. Jeez, trying to act like clockwork and uh, boy, oh boy, I've gone and uh, missed it. But there we go getting the old pour done. I know a lot of you complain about it, but look, leave the gas in the glass the uh, rather than in your stomach. Stop you from burping. Anyway, there we go. So yes, um, Moana Pacifica continuing their signings of players at 2 p.m. or announcing si- the signings of players at 2 p.m. Uh, Lincoln McClutchy is the uh, latest one. One that I must admit Stephen Harris and I didn't pick out um, for this. Didn't know what his eligibility was. I don't know if he is has got uh, Tongan or Samoan ancestry. Um, clearly playing down there in Hawke's Bay. We're looking at uh, 
getting up towards six or so players from Hawks Bay are expecting to be in the final squad now. So really um, going after perhaps uh, the uh, top team um, that uh, is um, in the, um, uh, the, the, the is in the MPC this year uh, and uh, getting players. Obviously, um, the Hawks Bay losing their head coach this year. He's heading over to be an assistant coach at the uh, Western Force um, with Oz heading over there. But um, yeah, uh, look, definitely getting some combinations um, there by uh, picking up both Anari and Lincoln McClutchy um, from um, Hawks Bay. Uh, and uh, joining me for um, his, uh, to, to wind down at the end of his workday, I've got Con. How are you doing, sir? Very well, Paul. Uh, thank you for having me. What are you drinking now? For, the, me, for me um, that missed the intro. As you have missed the intro. Yes, you did miss the intro. But uh, Spate's uh, gold medal ale there for me. Um, this nice. uh, this this evening, um, have you got some the home brew, or are you going with the crafty ale? No, I'm uh, sacrilege, but I'm having a I'm having a night off the beer because I've been as I think I talked about last time. I'm trying to trying to uh, stagger it. The problem with the home brew is you just got so much, and it's just so easy, and it's dangerous. So um, so yeah, having a um, a tea, having a tea. Wow, yeah, a cup of Dear tea. Me. God. <laughs> Sorry, Wolverine. I know, but don't worry. Tomorrow, Thursday, Thursday's all right. So you know, I'll have one tomorrow. Um, and uh, Joshua says, "Yeah, goodbye for Moana." And that's uh, yes, Lincoln McClutchy. Um, look, rumor has it that he was also being or was also approached by the Crusaders um, as well, because uh, with um, Brett Cameron heading off to Japan, uh, the and um, let's be honest, Fergus Burke hasn't really set the world alight uh, down there. Um, in uh, for the Crusaders, um, if you look at Canterbury uh, and Tasman, basically there's Mitchell Hunt, and that's pretty much it. He's obviously with the Highlanders, so yeah, the Crusaders um, looking a bit short at ten at the moment. So uh, well, interesting to see who, who goes there. But uh, I'll see your team there, the Crusaders. Who, who would They'll you like sort it out, team? mate? Don't worry who about the Crusaders. <laughs> Don't worry about the Crusaders. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, but yeah, it is interesting. It's uh, I think. Um, They've been a bit spoiled, and uh, you know we we might see in the next couple of years some of their um, uh, their veterans, uh, um, I guess, conclude their playing careers, go offshore, uh, and so you never know. We might be we might have a few less of our, of our key players, but um, I think at the moment we'll probably be okay. Oh, okay. Good on so good on mine Pacifica for nabbing him. That's what I say. Yeah, look, a player that I think um, that we've seen a lot of people come out on Twitter. Um, and say, look, uh, it's beyond time um, for him to be uh, to be picked up. So, um, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to wait and see on that one. Uh, Josh is wondering whether um, Josh Kayafa will also um, uh, be uh, picked up um, for, um, for for more to Look, um, I'm not sure what his he's not one of the ones that we are expecting to get picked up in those loose forwards. Um, I'll be honest with you, there's a lot of loose forwards um, available. To Moana Pacifica, we're looking at they're looking at picking up another couple of um, they're going to name another couple of Tongans um, next uh, tomorrow as well. I mean, players like Zane Capelli um, uh, is uh, who's at uh, uh, Bay of Plenty might be uh, one of those names if they are looking at the loose forwards or uh, so, uh, no Solomon Funakai that um, they've already met they've already named haven't they? So um, yeah, it will be interesting to see who they um, uh, who, who the players are tomorrow. But I'll be honest with you, yeah. I, I, Josh Kayafe, uh, I don't think is probably um, 
going to be uh, to be to be that one. Um, Joshua Scott says, uh, rigid system in Canterbury and Crusaders, not everyone can fit that style. Well, I don't know. A lot of players go there and are very successful. Um, so, uh, it's true. I think it's a style that works very well. Um, but so, yeah, so Lincoln McClutchy there. Um, Anari, the obviously the, the ex Crusaders scrum half down there, now, now playing with Lincoln McClutchy at Hawks Bay. Uh, so look, that's a yeah, good combination for them. There, um, Lincoln McClutchy obviously was extend, part of the extended Highlanders squad. Yeah. Uh, not Highlanders squad, sorry, Hurricanes squad last year. A bit surprised with all those injuries that the Hurricanes got that they went for somebody like um, Auburn Ledger, for example, rather than Lincoln McClutchy. I'd, 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 I was yeah, a bit surprised last year Lincoln McClutchy didn't get more game time at the Hurricanes, or didn't get any game time at the Hurricanes. Yeah. Um, so not surprised he's going... Uh, over to Moana Pacifica. So, um, how many players have they have they named now, Paul? You'd be keeping it pretty close to that. Nine, and so, and what's the full what's the full uh, full uh, you know numbers on a standard Super Rugby squad? So, we're looking at thirty eight. Thirty eight. Okay, it's, uh, it's, it's what they're looking at. Five of those um, uh, don't have to be uh, can, can be non uh, non representative for Samoa Tonga and the Cook Islands. Already, uh, they've got Scopi Kepu, who clearly has yeah. been capped by the Wallabies once or twice. Um, and uh, also Christian Lilielofano, uh, who also isn't eligible, because obviously he's also a Wallabies capped player as well. So there's two, two players of the five there. Are, one, Sorry? Two of the five uh, consumed. Two, two, two of the five have definitely already gone. Um, I, I don't know what Anari's uh, eligibility is, and I don't know what Lincoln McClutchy's eligibility is. They're two players that we... That, uh, that that definitely uh, they're both both born in um, born in New Zealand, I believe. Um, for that one, because um, yeah, Anari born in Auckland, um, and um, Lincoln McClutchy um, also uh, what well, says born in New Zealand doesn't say uh, kind of where on um, on the old Wikipedia. Um, so yeah, so I, I say those two. I don't know if they've got grandparents or parents who are from the islands. But we'll have to. Yeah. So those they, they they could be a part of that five. Um, we're, we're not. Uh, I, I don't know on that one. So yeah, the eight players: Kopi Kepu at prop. We've got some Sioni Tupolatu, uh, who has been mentioned as a loose forward, but has played lock for um, for Tonga. Um, Solomoni Funakai, loose forward. Um, uh, Anari and Christian Lilianofano in the halfbacks there, um, and then. Uh, Narai, Formai, and Henry Tayafu in the centres, and uh, um, Tomasi Alosi uh, in the uh, back three. So that's the um, eight players um, that have been named. Oh, well, and Lincoln McClutchy at number 10, obviously. Uh, <laughs> those are the eight players that have been named um, so far. Yeah, um, for Nari and um, who's the other one you mean? Uh, sorry, McClutchy, excuse me. If they were consuming those spots that would be pretty concerning for mine so we'd only have one more uh i guess um uh non-pacific island pledged player uh spot to go um because you know there was all there's all there's all there's always been talk of nabbing a well a current all black which would be cool at least one or two that was kind of the true you know the idea is they would have a couple of them um, yeah and if we're looking at current all blacks I mean, the, the one that's been mentioned 
Oh, it's been rumored. A couple of, a couple of players have been rumored. So, Ma'anonu uh, um, has been rumored, but I've heard that he is heading back over to the USA for more Major League Rugby. Um, so, we'll see which rumor is correct, is, is whether he's more Pacific or, or over there. Um, now, obviously, he would be one of those five. Yeah. Um, the um, And uh, the other one that has been mentioned uh, is um, Ardi Surveyor. Mm. Um, apparently has been uh, mentioned um, for this one. So, um, that'll be interesting. He's needed. Sorry? He's needed. He's, he's, you know, I'd imagine um, he's, oh, he's just... The Hurricanes too, would love to hold on to him, surely. Yeah, he's just, like, that. they they haven't... I can, I can just imagine the conversations and obviously, you know, um, that's not necessarily Artie Sivir's problem, but he was just so essential to that team last year. And um, you know, captain everything. It would be a massive blow for them to lose them. And uh, yeah, um, another team. There's a lot of other teams. Well, there's a few other teams that could miss a marquee player like that more than the Canes can miss him. So, oh yes, it's a he'll be a massive loss for 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 the Canes. That is uh, that that's very true. Um, as far as myself and Stephen were concerned, we thought that they would have a that the, the, the five places that would be for the, for the non. Um, Eligible players would be Scopi Kepu. Uh, we, we kind of expected him to sign as soon as we saw him at, uh, at um, that he come back from Europe and was playing for Counties Manukau. Um, we also thought that they would be that they would be looking at a scrum half and a fly half, um, but because we had them down for uh, Delangelo Lealeo Lea um, from the Waikato and Auburn Ledger as perhaps the two tens. Now I think Lincoln McClutchy's a better signing than Auburn Ledger. Um, Auburn Legend might be decent as a, as a utility back, but I don't think he's a he's an out and out um, ten. And then in the um, uh, in the scrum half, we've got um, Ayeso Holo um, again from Harbour, um, or from Harbour, and uh, Jonathan um, Tumatai, uh, who had been at uh, the Hurricanes um, previously, but had been told he wasn't required. Um, so he's a, a county's player. So um, we would expect yeah, we we're expecting those players to be in there. So not surprised by Anari, not surprised by um, what uh, is the other player that I'm talking about. Um, oh, I've gone blank. Um, uh, Christina Lofano. And then the other two slots I would expect would be in the locks. Because locks, uh, to me, looks like the area that, the, that, we, that we couldn't find many players available. Mm. Okay. Stephen has said, if Mark, one of the good players players signed Martin Oni, would they sign a player who's four years younger and is playing great rugby in Rennie Ranger? No. <laughs> what you, or, or, what's your thoughts? Do you think Rennie Ranger could be going to? Um, you know, anything's, anything's possible. Um, but uh, no, I, I wouldn't say so. I think I, think, I do think Martin Onu is obviously still playing really well. Um, he, you know, he had a pretty good season for the Blues. Maybe, maybe not as good as some people would hope. But he had a good season with the Blues. Was that that was that last year? The year before it was the year before, wasn't it? It was twenty twenty, right? Not twenty. Yes. Sorry, was it this year or last year? It was it was it was last year, wasn't it? That he played. He didn't. He wasn't playing for the Blues this year. Am I wrong? Uh, I will find out while you continue. Yes. Look, it was it was it was last year. Um, pretty soon, and so. Um, so he had, he had, you know, he, he's been in pretty recent form. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure about Ranger Ranger. Um, 
but uh, but I, li I like the idea, Stephen. Good one. Um, the um, so yeah, no, he was at San Diego Legion last year. That's right. He went yeah, that's right. Was, um, did you catch much of the um, while we're on the topic? Did you catch much of the uh, the MLR? Um, some of it. I mean, he only played four games for for Legion last year, so it wasn't like he played a lot of rugby. Um, yeah. So he's not had a, a, but he also played for Toulon as well. So I mean, he's been look, he's been playing some 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 high level rugby. He is still he's kept himself busy. Uh, the problem with Randy Ranger is just the number of injuries he's had, mm. um, and coming back from those each time. Um, hey, yes, so he, he was four years under the man. No, no, that's incredible. That's incredible. The um, um, yeah. So yes, Manu no, is is he's thirty nine. So the fact yeah. that he's still going is 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 very impressive. Well, it's changing these days, as they say. Harold's, um, Harold's the uh, NFL player. I forget his, his name. Oh, Tom Brady. Me. Yeah, he's he, he made a he's. There's an article that came out from him that he he'd said that you know, age just number. He'd play until he was fifty uh, if he wanted to, and but he doesn't want. He wants to spend time with the family. Oh, that's easy to say, but he is doing well at his age. I guess modern. Um, I guess uh, what do you call it? Modern sports science uh, has extended the age of it. Absolutely, but also let's be honest. He, he plays in a position that doesn't require tackling and tries to avoid getting hit. Right? In theory, he just stands there and throws the ball. You talk about um, Manu? No, no, no. I'm talking about <laughs> talk very much. Manu is expected to make uh, to, to, to go into contact. It's a, it's a slightly different uh, uh, different proposition. But um, look, he's been he's been playing decent decent rugby. Obviously, he's has uh, played a game for East Coast. Um, yeah. uh, helping them to their first victory in however many years, um, but so yeah, for me, Rennie Ranger, yeah, I mean, yes, he was down at the Crusaders, but he didn't play, did he? I think he was down there as um, more as a kind of mentorship. Kind yeah, of and um, and the Manono aspect for Minor Pacifica is he is a he is the t you know as with on the weekend, you know Manono got a lot of headlines uh, for, for his attendance, and, and Minor Pacifica do need some players. That are going to um, catch the the imagination or whatever you want to call it of people who are going to you know consider their favourite players. Um, that's that's ideally how that should play out. Um, the Which average the point, feel where the fan like, needs to be able to see them. Sorry, mate. Someone like Ardy would be fantastic for that, right? He's yeah, he's oh. one of the highest profile All Blacks currently. Um, the Marnon, uh, one of the, one of the issues of Marnon is he's, he's, he's whilst he creates all the headlines, he doesn't actually doesn't actually talk much with the media um, yeah, yeah. in that kind of sense. Um, <laughs> Stephen Harris has said, that's that poor horse. Oh, the, um, the, um, so I mean, someone who was a bit more active on social media, someone who was who, who engaged as the uh, the media would be happy to do lots of interviews, I think would be would be handy for them um, from someone, that point uh, of view. An all black that departed our shores, you know, um, a few years ago, uh, well, no, I'm, I'm just thinking someone like a uh, Lima Sopoanga or someone that's sort of been playing in mm -hmm. Europe for a few years would, would have been good now. I know Lima's back over there, but um, not necessarily someone as expensive as, um, as you know, some of the top paid New Zealand, uh, French or, or, or Premier, uh, 
premiership rugby players, but someone else that, you know, um, isn't at the end of their career, because I think that's an easy thing to do. And I remember the Rebels and a few other teams back in their days would bring, you know, you'd bring over your 35-year-old Manonos or 39-year-old Manonos, but someone that's probably in the, that left New Zealand based on, you know, some of the competitive, I guess, situations like Lima Soko. I mean, Lima Soko, how would he be? Would he still be in his 20s? He'd be pretty close, wouldn't he? Um, I'm completely wrong there, but I would have thought he'd be um, late 20s. I'm not sure why I'm speaking so much about Lemus going on, but that's the type um, of player, all black, few caps. Yeah, no, he's 30. Um, so, yeah, yeah he's yeah, got a few, a few years left in. But, um, yeah, I, I, don't, I think you'd find he's actually more expensive than you think. That's true, I guess. Well. And, and um, yeah, no, that, 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 that's that's probably the case. I, I wonder how much he is being paid. But um, but they, they're going to need some if, – if they're going to want to, to get some – high level of initial interest and you know fan engagement i'd imagine they are going to need some some marquee players that um have played some pretty big top flight rugby in in, in new zealand yeah true but then again let's be honest we're not their target audience at the end of the day um because Who? we're not specific or maybe you are but i'm, sorry, I'm making uh, um just a tan. Uh, sweeping 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 comments but um, but when you look at some of these players um that we that we are talking about picking up. I mean, Sione took Pilato, only twenty three, um, played for Auckland. Uh, clearly, uh, so you're looking at getting if, if you've got the family connections down there to get people through the gates to go see go go see the cousin, go see the go see the, their their their, their um, granddaughter, all of that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, that should be. Uh, so yeah, I think in some ways that might be a better way of getting your crowds necessary than perhaps the. The, the kind of star name in the kind of way that we're talking about get um but the and when you've got players i mean look scope kepu is is a um and um chris Lafano, look I mean, they're both very they're both high, high profile players not as high profile as some like ma nonu and um yeah are, are in new zealand but they are they are still very yeah they are they, they have got a couple of names there um i i, I do think i do i I understand where you're going with that, but but I do think not to not to harp on. Um, you know, the Pacific community in Auckland has a uh, they've they've got fear with the fans too. You know, the ones that are gonna you know not go along to every game and tune in, and they will be swayed by um, you know the odd marquee player. And I think a Pacifica, uh, you know, um, uh, Samoan born um, or, or 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 Samoan family. Um, uh, all black would be a key thing to get in those people just, you know, increasingly interested. But as you say, you know, um, there's probably multiple ways to do it. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I just hope they don't use those those limited numbers so so early. It's actually quite interesting to see how this plays out. Um, the name, I like the, the the gradual naming of the players. It's quite exciting. It is, uh, yeah, and as Stephen said, I think we've mentioned already, there are two Tongan players um, being announced tomorrow, so that'll be that'll be interesting um, who they are. So do join us again at 5pm tomorrow while I go through who those two players are um, that uh, that they announce uh, as as part of the lockdown beers and uh, rugby chat to help you wind down at the end of the day and get you help you get through lockdown. Um, the And yeah, I mean, those fellow the fans, as you say, I mean, look, I was at the second of the... Um, Rugby World Cup qualifier games it was the second one or the first one I can't remember which way around it went now um, that was at Mount Smart between um, Samoa and Tonga and look the 
the attendance there was was tiny. Um, they only really opened up one stand, and that was nowhere near full either. So, um, yeah, it is uh, just if, you, if they just think, oh, put put a Pacifica team in Mount Smart, people will turn up. No, you you have to market it. It will take effort. Um, so no, it, it does. Yeah, it does require work. And uh, but we've seen some of that. We've seen them. Get, we've seen um, uh, Tyler get out uh, with Moana TV um, around uh, some parts of South Auckland already, which has been good to see. So hopefully they'll continue with that. Mm. I, hope, I really hope they do well. I really hope they succeed in OSB. So I hope they succeed on the field financially, and um, and you know it's vi it, it, it improves the well, it improves the um, the viability of of Super Rugby. Uh, Trans, what is it? Super Rugby Pacific? Is it? I keep forgetting. Super Rugby Pacific. Um, now, yeah. <laughs> so Super Pacific, Super Pacific. If too many times to say. So, um, so I hope it improves the, you know, gets the competition with. There will be some new blood. You know, I remember, I remember when the, when, whenever the Haguaris and Sunwolves joined the competition, it was the same year both of them joined, right? Yeah. I remember looking at the schedule before that, before they'd played a game, and understanding the concept of. The team and the fact that the Argentine Tanian national team was actually doing really well, and I looked at the schedule and went, and you know, in the 2015 to 2017 18 period, I didn't go to a lot of games, um, and I looked at the schedule and went, okay, April something Crusaders Haguaros, I'm definitely going to go to that one. You know, I can't remember if I did, but it was mostly that curiosity of what is going to happen here and i think there will be a huge amount of curiosity the first year for the minor pacifica team and i do hope they they get get a good start run um it'd be a real shame if they got battered because even if they don't you know make the finals they do pretty well uh, you know better than the summers did in their first couple of years then you know they can more players will become available the situation will improve for them um, but i think a decent start is important no absolutely and i think one thing that um New Zealand rugby and whoever's running, uh, whether it's Sanzo or whatever, but New Zealand rugby and, Australia, and rugby Australia need to need to understand that just be, uh, by adding two new teams, which we've done before, um, uh, says that uh, that um, and then that will raise interest. Sure, but it's it's a it's something that we need to give a bit of a dead cat bounce unless you really do get behind it and try and push it. But um, so yeah, so we'll have to wait and see um, on that one. Um, Josh was suggesting. Uh, Tao Kuromatangi, um, who uh, apparently is 175 kgs. Wow. Um, he uh, is um, uh, not one of the players that we had down when uh, Stephen and I went through um, and did our props. We've all, um, but uh, I think we'll see. Um, we've got some players who have come back and who are, who are, who are Samoan internationals. So, for example, we've got James and Jordan Lay. Um, who both played, who both were sort of involved with the Blues, um, or one was involved with the Blues last year, uh, the, um, both involved with Auckland, joined the NPC this year. Uh, they're both, they, they've both been capped by Samoa um, several times. So, those, uh, so look, there's, there's international quality or international experienced players um, available. Um, so it'll be interesting to see uh, who they do or don't, who don't manage to, um, to pick up. But I think, I think there are some quality props out there um, for them to pick up. Anyway, this weekend we have some uh, international rugby um, uh -huh. going on. Um, it's, like it's been a long time, um, and um, the it's only been two weeks since the last international rugby. Jeez, the uh, 
Um, Frizzell apparently is out injured and so he's going to be missing this one. So he's got a bit of a niggle of some sort. So he won't be available. He won't be picked jury, won't be picked for the um, USA test. Um, and I don't think when, when Stephen, if you want to have a. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The, the, the full breakdown as to who we think the squad will be, myself, Stephen and Boa, went through and uh, discussed that as part of the Driving Wall show last night. So you can get that as a video on YouTube. Facebook or Twitter, or also as a podcast, just search for New Zealand Sport Radio on your favourite podcatcher. Uh, but I don't think we were really expecting Frizzell to do much or be that involved in it anyway. Um, the um, But the other big announcement is that Sam Whitelock is going to be the captain for the All Blacks on this end-of-year tour, not Sam Kane. Um, and uh, that they're asking Sam Kane just to concentrate on getting his form back. Um, I guess as a Crusaders as a Crusaders fan, you'll be like, "Yep, absolutely, he's the man." Is that your? your yeah, I mean, look, I think I, I might have made a comment. I, I guess it. I, I sort of am, am constantly speculating right now. What is the priority? And and there's, you know, they know more than us. They're seeing how Sam Kane's running around and everything like that. But what is the priority for, you know, Fossey selectors and the coaching team? Is it to build towards the World Cup? I think um, Boa yesterday said they're building, building t- for the next six years or something. I don't think Ian Foster's thinking further than the World Cup right now. He's thinking World Cup, and then that's it. I know you know doing the good thing for. I mean, New Zealand rugby is looking at it differently, but I think the the current All Blacks coaching teams um, not much more long term than that. But what I mean to say is, are they building? Are they thinking about the next two years, or are they thinking about the next four games? Um, because like it or not, we, we kind of start to think about five games. Excuse me. Hold on. Yes, five games. Um, so because uh, the France game is obviously going to be pretty big and I can't miss that one out. So are they, are they thinking about that? And I guess um, Whitelock, I mean, his, what is he, 35, 30, 35, 30, he's, he's, he's up there in the age. He's getting to, he's yep. getting close to the end of his career. Um, and uh, and I think um, obviously Sam Kane is not as fit as um, he's not going to be able to play full games or many full games. Um, they're wanting to, to to gradually get him back in. Um, and uh, um, yeah, I I I think um, I think it's a good decision for for concentrating on this tour. Um, and uh, and the, and the best possible chance we're in this tour, and, and um, I I like it for the fact that they they want to win these four games. But I also yeah, I don't 
yeah, anyway, that, that's what I think. What, what about you? So some white locks, 33. Ah, oh, um, And, uh, yeah, he looks a lot older, doesn't he? Um, well, he's the, just been playing for so long. He's been, what, he was in the 2011 <laughs> World Cup, wasn't he? <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure he stopped when he, yeah. when he debuted. Um, but some, uh, Joshua says, look, some came will not play all the games, I think. Look, I don't think anybody will play all the games. I mean, the only people who might do are some of the props, purely because there's some kind of props on there, and you've got to have some on the bench. Um, but no one will play the full 80 of all the games. So, look, um, the uh, so look, yeah, no, I, I mean... He might not start heaven. more than one game, Sam Kane. You know, he, he, I mean, he but I also don't expect Stratton yeah. Whitelock to play all five games either. I know there's been nah, talk yeah, about right. him no wanting to. Um, no, that's right. Especially when you've got something like Italy in there. If we were playing three games and it was Wales, England, France, yes, there would be some players that would play in every game. Not mm. all of every game, but some players would play in every game. But we don't have that. We've got USA, we've got Italy, particularly the Italy game. And to be fair, potentially the... the um, you know, the Wales game might be a little bit, they might see that as a, 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 a game where they can be a bit more experimental, although I'm not sure about that. Now, I think what we're going to see, uh, the USA game is about bring is that uh, some players, such as Sam Whitelock, um, Richie Mwanga, Dane Coles, wouldn't play in this game except that they're coming back and that they haven't really had much rugby recently, right? So they'll get, the only reason that they'll be involved is because of that. Otherwise, this would be a, a bit like the Japan game um, a couple of years ago, where we had various, where, where Brett Cameron became the, uh, the one test all black, um, mm. for example, you would have pretty much that kind of lineup way um, otherwise. But uh, from my point of view, yeah, I think look, look, because players are coming back, it's a bit different this time. Um, the uh, the Italy game, as you say, once players have come back, it is going to be uh, a total, uh, pretty much a, a second string team um, against Italy with um, Ireland and uh, France coming up after that um, from yeah, Italy is the first is the first one in the window, isn't it, from memory? Um, Wales, Italy, Ireland, France. I think it's USA, Wales, Italy, Ireland, yeah, France. Yeah, yeah. Wales, yeah. It'd be very interesting to see how they treat that Wales game because, you know, as we talked about, I think, last week, Wales don't have their top strength, but they won't want to take them too lightly because they never do. Um, but uh, I think they'll see Ireland and France as being a bit more threatening. Yeah, um, look, and look, the USA game and the uh, Wales game, look, put bluntly, they're there because New Zealand rugby needs cash. Yeah. Right. And so do um, Wales rugby, apparently, can come to their thing. They oh, make totally. a lot of money out of this, too. Every I mean, single the... union globally needs cash. They're all yeah. hurting. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. And the USA one, it's, it, it is a win win for New Zealand and USA rugby. Now, the only situation where it would be a lose is what happened with Ireland and the USA, where there's a chance that they can't get the crowd, they can't get the interest. You know, no one's taking it too seriously. But I guess that's the power of the All Blacks. They've got a sold out stadium, I assume, or close to sold out in the USA. Um, Wales certainly have a sold out stadium. So New Zealand gets to, to blood some players for you know, coming year, next year, future. Um, and it's a, probably not a huge, I guess the fatigue, the travel fatigue is really the only sort of concern as far as potentially affecting um, the game against uh, Ireland and France. Um, I assume the whole squad is travelling to the USA. Because they probably I've not heard to. otherwise. So, yes, I think the whole squad is in the USA now. Because the Japan thing, I think, Japan thing last year, oh, sorry, 
three years ago, Jesus, uh, two or three years ago, was um, was quite different. They were using that as a as a real um, emulation of. Uh, well, they said they were using that tour as a bit of an emulation of the uh, the World Cup, going quarter, you know, easy team quarter final, semi final, final. Um, uh, but the, obviously, as you as you said, the the team that they played against Japan was extremely experimental and uh, and kind of a you know it's it was, you know a bit of a D team really. No offense. Yeah, like one player who was to, who turned up the following week for the um, was it it was either Ireland or England they were playing after that. Um, and the the other twenty two had all flown ahead and weren't even in Japan when the Japan yeah. Japan game happened. Um, Simon says that the uh, Ireland USA international was cancelled due to COVID restrictions for players in Ireland who are based in Northern Ireland. Yeah, right, because the um, US the the the, uh, the All Blacks players are flying into Wales, which had the exact same conditions as Northern Ireland, if not more strict. Um, so look, the um, whilst the um, Ireland USA game was cancelled, well, the excuse or the reason given was due to COVID restrictions. I think you'll find that there was also financial issues around uh, the number of tickets sold as well. The All Blacks are the only brand in um, in world rugby that transcends rugby itself, right? Even the Lions, whilst it gets a massive following, um, is really um, uh, is really um, uh, the on on that side is, is really what do you call it? Um, I've gone blank now. Um, it's really about well, is is really about rugby players? Yeah, there are there are some non rugby people in the UK who who, who yeah, expects the outside up, of the, outside of the UK. The All Blacks is the only brand that transcends rugby. Um, yeah, yeah, that's right. Like Yankees so, for, for baseball. Um, I mean, comments are also from listening. Simon, Simon's disagreeing about the Northern Ireland have separate COVID policy. Maybe they do, but the players that um, saw them fly back to Ireland uh, could have been done. Um, I, th I think just commenting on that, Simon. You may be correct, Simon, and and um, my my thoughts are that Ireland could have likely put together a team from the other three territories uh, and given USA a bit of a battering if if they needed to. Um, we've seen it. You know what happened with England in the cricket. Um, you know, they had, they had an entire team completely wiped out based on COVID. They then fielded another team to play against Pakistan um, and uh, and hammered them, <laughs> hammered Pakistan. Um, but the same thing, you know, in Pakistan, they didn't want to go to Pakistan because of uh, security things. They decided to cancel, cancel the tour. And there's a bit of cynicism about what happened there. They, you know, gave a few excuses, but they probably decided not to do it for commercial uh, reasons rather than anything else um yeah it's a it's, it's all opinion really um i think uh, i reckon ireland probably could have got it done if the money if it was the sell out would it have been a different outcome i'm going with yes yeah there's been and there's been very much mixed whilst they've tried to get rugby to work at, um in vegas uh it's had very much mixed responses the uh, whilst the sevens there worked um, things like the Major League Rugby sort of super weekend at the beginning of their season two years ago, I think, didn't work. Um, was it three Is there any particular now? reason um, they so, want to go the, to go there? Like, what, what's the reason for for wanting to host it at Vegas? Is it because <laughs> touring teams like to go there, or <laughs> is there a is there? You know, I'm just wondering. You know, if if, if they struggle, why do they keep trying it? 
It's not because of the vast population. It's no, look, it's a party town and say it's worked for the sevens. Um, yeah. But also you've got promoters who promote stuff there on a regular basis. So there are promoters who want things to be there. Now, yeah. does it always work? No, not always. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. I guess you can um, get a pretty bloody good corporate tour package or, or uh, um, uh, um, yeah, that kind of thing uh, yep. going from in Vegas. Um, moving on there, I mean, Simon mentioned in the chat there that yeah, most Wales have most of their players available. It's only the players playing in England and France are available. That is true. Uh, well, England, France plus injured players. Uh, and that list gets very big when you include injured players. So, yes, um, there are a lot more. Um, uh, so, yeah, there's, whilst, yes, there are those players, but I mean, there was a quote of 21 players unavailable um, through injury and um, other things um, there. Um, yeah, the review, the review mentions, yeah, that uh, rugby is more, more popular in Utah. Yep, yeah, um, Utah aviators obviously were part of pro rugby, um, for example, and... Um, Oh, is it the Warriors that are in Utah? I think, from yep. memory, um, uh, in Major League Rugby. So yes, you're quite right. Utah has got a proper history of rugby, and uh, uh, there's, a, there's a quite a big Pacific Island uh, population there as well that, uh, that, that that are involved in it as well. So yeah, so uh, yeah, it, it, that, I, other places that they've had good the good turnouts for Seattle uh, has got a good rugby community as well. Um, yeah, Vegas doesn't really, uh, but it is a party town. It is a town where you run events. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so it's an interesting one there. That, that I think that's why they do it. Yeah. Um, the box have named their squad. Uh, unsurprisingly, uh, it's pretty much um, steady as she goes. Uh, a bunch of players missing through injury. Peter Sefter, Toy, Fafter Clerk, um, Cheslin Colby. Um, one of the, um, I've gone blank now, one of Almost the... three of the most important players right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, true, they, they are important players. Um, um, but I mean, I, I, uh, PG Steinman, um, I've got the right, right, the right initials. No, RG Steinman, thank you. RG Steinman, um, also uh, has uh, injured himself in his return for the uh, for Munster, um, so he's not available. Brands Malherber, so um, yeah, look, bar injuries, this is pretty much um, steady as she goes. Squad, the only player who has um, dropped out is Mornay Stern, who has retired. From international rugby, um, so um, uh, an amazing career. But when you think that what he played in two Lions tours, twelve years apart, and only had sixty-eight caps. I mean, is he heavily injured, or is it form? Um, I think. Look, it, he is a certain style of, of fly half. Let's be blunt. Um, and there are certain players. He also only I mean, went to play over in Europe for a while. And for a while, they, they had a, a, a rule around not some selecting yeah. European players, uh, which, which was part of it. Uh, he is a certain style of player um, that some coaches don't like um, as well. Uh, so um, I think that was all, all part of it. But 742 points in uh, 60 sets, 68 caps. Look, a cracking career over uh, over at least 12 years. Because I say two Lions tours in there. Um so um, well done to him. Hope he enjoys his retirement or his international retirement at least. Um, he'll still be playing URC. I think it is for the Bulls. Um, but um, yeah, he's the kind of the only one. Otherwise, all the rest, um, as uh, Nabar says, look, they're trying to have continuity um, as they held as they head towards the 2023 Rugby World Cup. Um, so don't expect a big turnover of players 
even if you think players like Dwayne Vermeulen are getting a bit long in the tooth, clearly uh, he thinks they can make it through to the next World Cup. So, yeah, it's it's a it's a very interesting. It's kind of a bit different to the to the All Black, I guess, mentality at the moment, which is well, the average the average um, I guess quantity of caps is so much lower for the All Blacks, and South Africa will argue we can make it, but. I assume the fall off after next World Cup will be atrocious if it goes the way it could go. Um, so, yeah, it will be interesting. Well, arguably the fall off after the 2015 Rugby World Cup was massive for the All Blacks. It was. Yep, it, it was. Um, and the 2019 World Cup in a way, but I think there's kind of a decent yep. percentage of, of, of um, each time. There's a reasonable percentage in the first two years after the World Cup where they do you know, put a lot new, of new players in there. Well, it seems that way. True, but then again, I think there's, um, it, it's a bit different when it's a, when it's a, a, a Lions cycle rather than a non-Lions cycle, as players try to stick around for two years for that, yeah, um, right. which obviously um, has happened for, um, for this time for South Africa. Uh, and also, obviously, COVID is, you can, we live in unprecedented yeah. times, Con, don't you realise? Haven't you heard that before? Heard um, but, um, yeah. the, but also, I mean, the, the, the All Blacks have, um, quite famously basically sit down after a World Cup and go, right, which of these players is going to make the next Rugby World Cup and who isn't? And those that aren't, you cut. You may be good yeah. for three years, but if you're not good for four years, in That's our right. view, four years out, then you're gone. Um, and that is a, uh, well, it's, it's a mixed, depends on your point of view. Um, is international rugby all about World Cups? Um, do the games in between not really matter? Is that all preparation for World Cups or not? Or does every does every international matter? I absolutely uh, hate that that mindset. If I'm being honest, <laughs> I think. Well, uh, actually, I think I think it's a really I think it's a really shameful perspective to have it as not not. I think you can say it's the most important, but it shouldn't be the only thing because. I mean, the World Cup, you know, we've seen over years, you can have a great, you can have a World Cup winning team, but it doesn't mean you're the best in the world for the next three years. If, you, if you're happy with being, um, you know, imagine if that was how other, you know, you looked at it from another sports point of view. Uh, I, I think the, well, the lucky thing we have as All Blacks fans is the fact that um, they do prioritise or, or, or they win the games between World Cups that allows you to kind of be proud of the fact that, you know, each game each game is important. Um, but, yeah, I, 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 I hate that idea of it's just all about the World Cups. I, I really think it's a disappointing perspective because then it means that all the Bledisloes and all the rugby championships, I know the rugby championship isn't that important, and the Six Nations don't mean anything. And I think it's a bit of a cop-out personally when people say that. It is the most important. Don't get me wrong, but it's not all that matters. But if you look at something like um, canoe sprinting, or rowing, or swimming, or athletics, it is, or or, or, um, or track cycling, it is exactly that. All that matters is the Olympics every four years. What happens in yeah. between is all about building for that. So there are a lot of sports where that is the that is the mentality, where it is all about one event every four years and if you can win as many world championships you like in between but if you don't pick up that olympic gold medal you're 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 arguably a failure yep and and i guess um 
something like the the football world cup is closer to that mentality you know where um where they you know for, 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 and, and i think this is the difference between the fair weather fans and i've used that term fucking four times today um but the fair weather well, fans, let's just rewind the, 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 the casual fan rather than fair weather fan casual, casual fan yeah 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 um the casual fan of of um canoe racing <laughs> uh like mm -hmm. us you know we, we don't know any other competition well you know i'm not really aware of the canoe the canoe world championships in 2022 um i am aware of the olympics and there are a lot of rugby fans you know that will tune in during world cups um yeah. but as simon says um i think there's a there's an argument that certain games are, are definitely less important friendlies um but the six nations is massive and those players will um those players and teams are going to be, you know, very keen on on uh, their country winning the Six Nations um, and being just as important. Things like I'm a big fan of the end of year tours, so I love it when we go over there and we win four on the trot. It's huge, and I, and I remember them. I think it's sort of about, you know, you could argue that how long the memory on these games and the memory on these tours, like you know, how long do you remember them? It's kind of like the difference between T20s. ODIs are test matches. I like all all the cricket. Um, I think you remember, t except for a World Cup, I think you remember T20, t T20 results for about a day. I think you remember ODIs for a couple of years and for test matches, they're remembered forever. I know you're not a big cricket fan, Paul, but I'm sure you understand. T20s, they do a T20 series. It gets a lot of crowds, but no one really cares. Um, I'd hate for rugby to go to that level. And the problem with the difference between rugby and the Cricket World Cup, yeah, there you go, you, you bang on, Simon. The difference between the rugby and the Cricket World Cup, I was but counting. Those, sorry, those of you listening on the podcast, Simon just said, I remember the All Blacks Grand Slam victory in 20, 2005. Yeah, there's been a few since then, Simon, to be fair. But yeah, not as many as we used to get. I don't think so. I don't think it's very rare that the All Blacks play. England, Ireland, Scotland, Wales. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking when they when they win all of the games. But yeah, you're right because England and New Zealand don't like each other. We never play them, so we don't have the chance. <laughs> um, so for, for some reason, but um, in in cricket, so the cricket have done what I hate, which is there's a T20 World Cup every two years now. So every four years, there's two T20 World Cups. There's an ODI World Cup. There's a Champions Trophy, which is basically a World Cup with slightly fewer teams. And now there's two Test World Cups. They have seven tournaments in four years, whereas the All Blacks have, well, sorry, All Blacks. It's not all about the All Blacks, whereas rugby has one at the moment. Now, the, the idea, I was a big fan of the um, of that, uh, ooh, the Nations Cup is, what's the correct terminology, Paul? The Global um, League that they came up with? Oh, uh, I think it was the Nations Championship or something like that. Nations I was a fan of that as a concept, although I don't think you need it every every time. Did you have an opinion on that, Paul? Were you a fan, not a fan? Um, I was a fan on the grounds that it gave tier two teams yeah, a absolutely. way, a route into um, it. So some things they were calling it the World League. I don't think it was. It was of course something else. But it anyway, had Lee um, in it at some it point. Doesn't really matter what it's called, what, what the actual name was, but I think yeah, I mean one of the problems rugby does have is, or one of the problems that they they perceive themselves as having, is having these uh, these competitive games that aren't for anything, Too which is basically your November tours, your July tours, or the mid-year and end-of-year tours. 
the Six Nations and the Rugby Championship have a trophy. But you can you go on this the, the, the this November tour, um, and uh, there is no cup at the end of it. So what is it all about? So that that is and, and trying to sell that is is, is a problem. Uh, yeah, that, that they packaged very see. well. Um, but anyway, heading uh, down a totally different um, uh, different channel there. Um, World Rugby Nations Championship. That sounds more like it. Yes. Yeah. Um, the we've previously said in the show that South Africa are going to be hosting the URC games in Italy, um, even though South Africa came off the red list. That's now been reversed, and round six and seven are going to be held in South Africa. So, which is good um, that the uh, South, Africa, South African provinces get to host their games down there, um, and that the European teams um, have to travel down there to play their games. Um, clearly, it'll make it much harder for them. Uh, for the for the European teams, and uh, yeah, the South African teams deserve and need that home advantage after their start yeah. to the URC. I think there's a limit of a thousand fans, though. Um, okay. maybe at least they're happening. Yeah. At least they're happening yeah. in South Africa. They've got um, some fans. It's thousands better. It's thousands a thousand times better than no fans, which is what they've had recently. So, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, and also playing in Italy, I think would also be bad as well. Um, they've had a real problem with the fa- with the refs too, so I wonder if you know there's a lot of calls for I've seen on the on the I was about to say chat rooms. I've seen on social media the um the a lot of South African fans saying, I can't wait till you know we get them down here and we'll we'll effectively reverse the treatment. Um I don't believe there's any any um conspiracy to to uh, despite what you'd see, conspiracy so to um uh, to go against uh, the fan, uh, sorry, the, for the rest to try and chuck South Africa, keep South Africa down, but um, but I do think uh, it could look a bit different with the South African refs. Now, look, I've been listening to the Elite Rugby Banter, which is a South African podcast, and they put it well. It's like, yes, the, the, the referees have been bad, but they've been bad both ways, right? Mm. It's not been, yes, the, if you're a South African fan, you can find lots of calls went against you, but there are also a lot of calls that went for you that you're, that you're purposely ignoring. Um, the yeah. refereeing has been poor. Um, yeah, and it doesn't help. There's no rugby manager. Video. There's no referee manager, either. In yeah, that's true. That's fun. that's the problem. That's that's really, you know, if there's any, you know, grievance, it's um, they haven't structured it very well. They haven't got the referee manager. They don't have the the pathways. And yes, the USC is a new competition, but to be fair, it's a bit of a rebranded competition. And we're not dealing. With, we're dealing with you know, with with tier one unions who should know how to yeah. run these things. Exactly. Yeah, and it is the top. It is the uh, Pro Fourteen or Pro Twelve yeah. or whatever it is rebranded in a way. So I think that idea of it, you know, they just getting off their ground, off their feet, is uh, is yeah, it's not really true. It's like Tri Nations, the Rugby Championship. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Now we have um, gone on for way longer than we normally do at this this slot. So folks, hopefully you've enjoyed it. Hopefully it helps you wind down at the end of your workday. Um, please do follow all of the lockdown rules and COVID rules uh, of your location and get vaccinated. And let's get back to normal as quickly as possible. Um, and uh, then I don't have to use lockdown beers. But um, even though I do enjoy them, and they're probably, they probably will continue in some form, even when we come out of lockdown, to be honest with you, folks. Um, some sort of daily rugby news catch-up I think I've been enjoying doing. So we will probably still have those. Don't, uh, don't worry um, don't don't try and elongate lockdown just to keep this show going. Uh, we will keep going afterwards anyway. Uh, thank you, Con, um, for, uh, for 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 joining me. Oh, good mate. And uh, catch you all tomorrow at five pm, folks. Cheers, guys. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tools. Tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.